Hello. Um, it's episode 53. It's 9.21 p.m. I've just been sort of jostling for position with my cat just now. Um, and I've won. She's kind of having a sulk. Not quite sure what she was hoping to achieve. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but uh, I think she was possibly trying to... Uh, sorry, let me just uh, retain some composure. I think she was trying to sit on my lap. Um, and that's a no-go in my world. I like um, I like personal boundaries probably more than the next guy. Um, so yeah, uh, and she knows that she, I think we've only ever had a sitting on knee situation once or twice before and it wasn't comfortable. I mean, it probably might well have been for her, but I, I don't enjoy it. I don't like the, you know, I need to feel free, I think. Um, but anyway, we are where we are, I suppose at that point. Um, yeah, it's it's Monday. If I haven't said already, it's nine twenty three now. Um, I'm feeling rather peppy for nine twenty three. Um, I suppose once we're done here, I'll be settling in for another probably five episodes of The Office, which is probably a show I'm going to watch until I die. Um, thinking about it, I'm already kind of looking forward to rewatching it. Um, even though I'm, I think I'm just starting series four and there's nine or so of them. So that's quite, quite a lot to think about really. Um, but yeah, um, I wanted to raise, um, something with you that I've just eaten now and it is a tuck biscuit, tuck T-U-C biscuit. Now, I looked at the back of the wrapper, um, and I believe it is marketed as a salted savoury snack biscuit, which is, you know, not quite as pithy as you'd like for a for a uh, for a snack. But I suppose they've kind of got the pithiness in in the name Tuck. But um, I believe it's made by Jacobs, the same people who make just your, your standard crackery type situations that you're going to come across, um, certainly in cheese boards and things like that. And um, the reason I mentioned the Tuck Biscuit is because, um, it, well, I suppose what makes it special is the fact that it's not a cracker. Um, it is very much a biscuit. It has that texture to it, where it kind of, it sort of dissolves in a, it kind of just gives way so easily once you've cracked through. And um, yeah, just kind of fizzles away in your mouth after you've eaten it. And it's savory, but it kind of does have the biscuity. There is that slight, sweetness that you can't quite put your finger on probably msg thinking about it um hence the reason why when when a when a pack of tuck is open um i'm probably going to eat the whole pack without thinking about it um 
back in my heyday, I would I would open a pack of Tuck biscuits. I would take the salt. I would take some uh, Philadelphia cheese, cream cheese, and I would take some low pack salted butter. I would take a Tuck biscuit, biscuit, bistick, and lay on some low pack. And then I would lay on some Philadelphia cream cheese. Then I would salt it. Then I would apply some black pepper. And then I would eat it. And I, once I was in my rhythm, I could probably repeat that process in less than a minute. And it would be a, a glorious half an hour episode of just kind of pure gluttony. Um, and that was me really in my heyday um, before I kind of, I don't know, before I sort of discovered self-loathing, I think, um, on a on a, on a a notable scale. I think I've always kind of had some form of self-loathing, you know, dormant, lying there underneath the surface, but um, it's very much a prevalent part of my life these days. Uh, my self-destructive behavior kind of is exacerbated by by the kind of you know the 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 ire of myself and my my negative thoughts that are directed at myself um but yeah so i just had one tuck biscuit there i believe um actually it could have been two it's hard to tell they they they're very one of their greatest strengths as a biscuit is they kind of have this disguised kind of method of getting into you um I mean, just very quickly, just get the whole the whole things done because it's a one bite sort of thing. You can just very quickly get through them, and and they don't really register in your stomach either, so you don't really know that you've eaten them. It's just all around a dangerous thing to really get. Um, <clears throat> kind of, it's a dangerous thing to to make a hobby of. Um, oh yeah, so the cat has now made her move. She's now chosen one of three uh pillows to sit on for the night the pillows cushions it's a cushion mum doesn't like her on them but you know she's the cat and we bought her and i think she deserves at least some sort of happiness in her short life um you know because if she's not going to sit on me i think we should let her sit on the the cushions um so yeah um and I think the brilliance, actually, I just wanted to mention the the true brilliance of the Tuck biscuit is that it, it it has all of the best parts of sweet biscuits, but it's savory. And for me, I'll always be a savory guy. Um, I think I obviously have um, sweet things, you know, pretty regularly, probably at least once a day. Um, thinking about it um but i feel like i feel like dessert is a failing of the main course that's what i really think i think i'd much rather have a massive stacked plate of main course of like a roast dinner or whatever than have something modest and then have enough room for dessert it's just the way i am really I think 
Yeah, I don't buy into dessert, but I do like sweet things. So how I would normally work it is I'd probably have, I wouldn't, well, not not at home. I'd have a big dinner and then maybe I'd have something sweet an hour or two later, you know, like an, like a, like an 8 p.m., 9 p.m. type thing, which I think is terrible to do just before bed. Um, although I don't really go to bed like straight after 9 p.m. It's getting steadily, steadily later. So uh, that's something else to address. But I feel like, you know, it's probably once every three podcasts I start complaining about my sleep. So I need to probably rein that in a little bit. Um, I had yet more gripes about my mother, but I didn't know whether I would um, whether I would mention them. Ah, I suppose I will, shall I, just for old time's sake. Um, in fact, no, what we'll do is we'll have a bibbidi-bobbidi, breaks things up quite nicely, and I'll be back with you in uh, two and a half seconds. Hello, I'm here again. Um, and yes, um, I mean, I don't know if you listened to last week's podcast. I mean, it was kind of ironically named, well, no, not ironic. Um, I, I do love my mother. I need to make that absolutely, absolutely clear, but, um, you know, uh, there are, there are points of, uh, note that I, noted duly on the on the previous podcast um so if you'll remember i had kind of some serious issues with the the playing the constant playing of radio one in the morning um wherein the 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 playlist because that's essentially all it is the playlist was kind of an uninspiring kind of mix of 10 songs with like the occasional weird one thrown in there, like Ed Sheeran's The Shape of You, which apparently we we haven't heard enough of at this stage of proceedings. Um, so yeah, I was down there again, start of the working week. Um, we've obviously just lost an hour's sleep over the weekend, so I'm not feeling overly fantastic about it. Um, that is something that gets me every, every, uh, every year really. I don't know if it's, is it called daylight savings or something else? One of them. It happened. We lost an hour's sleep on the, um, you know, when the clock hit 1am on Sunday morning, Saturday night, whichever one you want to call it. Um, it then, you know, jumped an hour forward. Worst case scenario is if you're awake when that happens and you see it, it's an utterly depressing moment. And um, I was kind of, <laughs> I was racing against time to get in bed before I saw it happen, but I saw it just as I was going to sleep and I kind of, I don't know, it just hit me to the extent where I did nothing on uh, Sunday, absolutely nothing. Um, it kind of, as I mentioned before, I think I probably only real achievement was I watched more of the office and I don't know if that's an achievement at this point. Um, it's kind of feels like, you know, something I should have done a long time ago anyway. Um, but yes, 
So I slept really poorly on Sunday, I guess is my point. Um, Because it was kind of like a weird night Saturday because of the daylight savings. And then, I don't know, Sunday just... I wasn't tired when I probably should have been and all that. And yeah, so I had the worst sleep I've had in a while on Sunday. So I come down to work this morning. Radio One's playing. Fine. I suppose it's fine. The driver's license song, which, you know, I think purely through Radio One being on in the other room, I think that must be my most listened to song for the past few months, even though I personally haven't played it on any of my devices and I've been playing my own music. I just feel like it being on twice every hour or so is just a quicker, Is it's a higher rate than any other song that I'm listening to. Um, and yeah, like, yeah, I think there was a, I think when I first heard it, I was like, yeah, this is really heartfelt and she's very clearly very talented. I just, you know, I just find the idea of her driving alone past his street um, after he broke up with her or whatever is, um, you know, weird. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um, it's kind of, it's becoming a grating thing for me. So that's on. So I've had a poor sleep, Radio 1's on again. She's driving alone past his street. Great. And um, then, and you know, maybe, maybe those of you who are kind of a bit more cognizant of this type of thing than me can kind of jump in at this point and call me out if I'm being wrong here. But mum decided at um, 9 a.m. to clean out the fridge. No, not the fridge, the freezer. Now, cleaning out the fridge sort of makes sense to me because, you know, you kind of have all sorts in there, meat especially, chicken probably most especially, and, you know, sometimes kind of like uncovered stuff. And I don't know. I feel like occasionally, yeah, I understand a wipe down of that. A freezer? Uh, Nothing's alive in the freezer, surely. And everything that you've put in the freezer is pretty much kind of like contained within a box, within a plastic covering, whatever, all of that. And then outside of that, you've just kind of got ice in there. And um, to me, you know, again, correct me if I'm wrong, to me, cleaning out the freezer seems like it shouldn't, necessarily be top of the list of priorities um at 9am on monday morning it doesn't quite seem to be that important to me um and uh so i'm not necessarily annoyed by that that's fine you know the the faffing around the taking it out the ripping out the shelves and unleashing a load of ice which is kind of quite a big noise and there's ice all over the floor. It's quite wet. And when I'm walking past to go get my coffee or my breakfast, um, 
and I'm making her a cup of tea in the in the meantime because I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be better. You know, I'm walking over the ice and the the, the water, and I'm kind of gonna fall over at some point. I'm like, oh, do you want do you want milk? I'm trying my best. Um, you know, that's quite frustrating, but I can get past that. What I can't get past is when the process was seemingly complete, the freezer has this sort of either setting or alarm or something, presumably saying you've had the door open too long, where it incessantly um, kind of rings. It just just piercingly rings until it decides not to ring anymore. And um, it was going for probably a cumulative five minutes, and I my blood was boiling again. Um, so that's where we're at as at today. It is worth saying um, when when it got too much for me, I just thought oh, I'm going to go to the can, and I just sat on the toilet for half an hour. Um, well, probably not half an hour, twenty minutes. Plus, it was an elongated amount of time, didn't need to go, needed to get out of the room, did that, um, played some cards on my phone because I'm just such a dork, and yeah, returned to my desk, the alarm was gone, the freezer was cleaned, thank God, and um, yeah, we all just got on with our lives. Um, and yeah, that that was that. Um, so I think it, it might actually be time for another bibbity bobbity And I know, like, I, it is funny, over, over the past few episodes, we've been kind of quite slim on the bibbity bobbities but I, I enjoy I enjoy them. I think they kind of tighten it a little bit. We can refocus. Um, so, yeah, I'll be back with you in another two and a half seconds for um, a discussion on Tinder. Dum dum dum. Hello again. Um, so on, I think it, yeah, it would have been Sunday. On Sunday, post poor night's sleep, given the daylight saving, um, in the midst of me doing absolutely nothing, achieving nothing. I broke, I cracked again, and I reinstalled Tinder. Now, I had Tinder um, probably for a while, probably like over a year thinking about it, and... um, it's, it's not really for me in terms of like what its actual usage is, and we'll come on to that later, pardon the pun. And um, when I say that, I mean, I don't know if, I don't know. I think unless I found someone I truly was like really blown away by in terms of personality and chat and whatever, I don't know if I'm someone who is going to take a punt on possibly getting on with someone on a 
date because um well you'll know because you listen or at least have gotten this far on this podcast so you know at this point that i'm not necessarily like a like a most normal person so like i think um i think i kind of need to be i like the idea of someone knowing what they're getting when they uh when they when they consider me <laughs> so like i think um you know someone could kind of look at me on the face of it and make an assumption i'm not quite sure what that assumption is possibly it's that i'm you know an incredibly handsome guy charismatic um you know perhaps could use a hair transplant within the next 10 years um or it's kind of just he's just a sort of generic lad and that's fine all of those are fine assumptions to make um but i don't know <laughs> i don't know i i don't i i think i don't know why i persisted with tinder for so long i think to be honest if i can be honest with you i think it feeds into kind of and i don't really like using this word a lot because i think it's been bastardized um but i do think it feeds into kind of toxic thoughts toxic um like ego boosts and uh dopamine hits like a lot of social media i think like you basically get to a point where a like on a instagram post or a you know a, a thing whatever <laughs> uh, i can't think of any other type of social media dopamine hit but there are all of them loads um and i think like tiktok is uh, not tiktok god i am addicted to tiktok i'm sorry when i say addicted i mean not really i just like ollie ball <laughs> he's really good um but yeah i think tinder sorry i think a like or a match on tinder is just like a sort of beefed up version of those dopamine hits that you get on other social media platforms and i think it's kind of just like it's almost like the manifestation of you being completely owned by your phone um well in my case it is because as i've just said i really don't see there ever being anything substantial from it unless i was really enamored with someone um so i think i previously was on it because i was like well i want to see where i stand like barometer wise what sort of person am i attracting and then i also <laughs> i'm not necessarily proud of it but i also kind of would occasionally just like mess around in the chat with people like i would just be f as weird as humanly possible and lie about things i would just say like yeah i'm paul gascoigne's godson or something just stupid that's not really it's not hurtful but it's just a lie and i would just really labor on it and i would say things like i don't know i don't know um but they would yeah they would just be outlandish lies and they would just i would just have fun 
trying to commit to them. And then once I wasn't, once the lie had kind of died out, I'd sort of just let it go. And I kind of, I feel bad for these girls who were kind of, um, you know, acting in good faith largely, I think. Um, so I do, I do apologize to people who maybe I've done that to previously, <laughs> but I don't know. It was a bit fun and Tinder. I don't know if you can really take that seriously. And all of that said, you know, I might feel kind of guilty for what I've done previously. And I will say like, it was never anything sinister. Like it really wasn't. It was just like, what else would I say? Something like, you know, I can, I can, I'm like, I have a world record in something, (laughs) you know, just madness. Things like I read a book a day. I literally can't read. It's worth saying that I struggle to read at all. And I would just say things as like weird conversations, like stars. And occasionally I would just like say things that are weirder and weirder to a point, like see how weird it could get before they had to sort of say, hold on, what is going on here? Like I'd say things like, yeah, I like to kind of forage for food and whatever. Anyway, this is by the by. I have Tinder again. And you may be thinking if you've somehow got this far in the podcast, why have you got Tinder again? You've just badmouthed it for ages. And the truth is, I think it was a moment of weakness um, <laughs> because, you know, I was, I, it was Sunday. I was at a low ebb. We're in lockdown. I didn't really know what to do. I couldn't be bothered playing Xbox. And I, I thought, well, I'll save the six episodes of The Office that I'm going to watch till later, till after dinner. And I'd probably been for a run at that point. So I kind of, I don't know. I just sort of ticked the boxes for that day, for me anyway. I wasn't inspired to write. I just didn't have anything that I wanted to do. So I got TikTok. Uh, excuse me. I'm having a shock here. I got Tinder. <laughs> I need to stop thinking about TikTok. I'm 25 years old. Um, yeah, I got Tinder again. And I thought, so after I had downloaded the app, because the moment of weakness was downloading the app. That's the point. Then after I'd done it, I, I had, I thought to myself, right, what are we doing here? What are we looking to achieve? So what I've done is I've created my account as a marketing tool for the podcast. So I've made it very clear. I think I've made it very clear that my picture, my main, there's two pictures on there. One of them is of me and it's, I'm covering my face. Um, cause I thought I don't want to scare any potential listeners off, um, with kind of my grizzly visage. So I thought I'll just cover my, I don't know. It's actually my favorite picture of me over the past three years, which I think is kind of quite sad, but also it's worth saying it's one of the only pictures of me over the past three years. Because weirdly, I don't have friends who candidly take pictures of me. And I think on one hand, I'm disappointed, but on another hand, I'm also pleased. Um, So overall, I'm kind of meh on the whole situation about candid photos of me. I'm not Brad Pitt, so I guess, you know, the world can live without them. Um, so yeah, the one picture is of me and the other picture is like of a screenshot of the, 
of like the, the podcast on Spotify and kind of the latest episode. And I and my bio is something like I'm the host of the worst podcast in the world. Money back guarantee if you think otherwise, or something like that. I think is what it is. Because at the time I thought. I don't know. I think the second part of it, the money back guarantee thing, is a bit, bit. What's the word? Shit. <laughs> Excuse my language. It's a bit shit. Um, and I quite like the idea of marketing this as the worst podcast in the world because it it could be, <laughs> it could be, but um, but it's from the heart, isn't it? It's it's a it's a nice thing. It's just me, just me being me with you who are, and you're my friend and I'm very thankful for that thanks for listening um so yeah I think it's fairly clear what my thing is um on on tinder and I I haven't had many likes actually I've had a few matches I think I've got about six matches which is pretty good for a for an entity rather than a person uh, well, I mean, it is me, but also I'm kind of not, I'm not being me. I'm sort of representing the podcast. Um, they are all people who aren't from here, the Isle of Man. Um, they're all kind of like dotted around. I'm not sure how they found me because I've set my boundaries to quite small, but whatever. Um, and yeah, I initially thought, well, this isn't going to work, is it? Because when I was when I was swiping through people, and I was largely I'm pretty much largely just give everyone a yes <laughs> to sort of really get the the word out about the podcast. Um, I mean, I have realised as well just now that the this is totally the wrong place to be marketing the podcast, or the right place. I'm not sure because my listenership is not. Um, girls between the ages of 21 to 26 within 30 kilometers of my radius. <laughs> That's not my listenership because they don't like to listen to me moan about my mum and burp and, um, you know, occasionally get drunk off three beers and then, you know, interview my two friends um, and stuff like that. Like, I guess it's just not, not up their street. And I, I do understand that. Um, but I suppose, you know, that it's not, there is not, it's not zero though. There are some girls that listen to this podcast, which I find remarkable. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you do. I'm sorry that I disappoint you occasionally, but I'm trying, um, so I don't know if it's right or wrong to be targeting that audience, but I just don't know if I should be going on Tinder posing as a gay podcast, you know, like as a gay man podcast, like as a, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I should change the setting to everyone. I like look for everyone within a certain age range within this radius, because then at that point, if I then say, yeah, this is, you know, if I give the indication, then things could get a little dicey, I guess. I don't know how dicey, but I don't know. I suppose, 
I suppose the way for me to go about it for now is just, I'll just go one step at a time. Maybe we'll we'll target, um, you know, a gay gentleman between the ages of forty-four to ninety-nine. Um, once we've once we've built up a considerable female audience through uh, through Tinder, perhaps there's an untapped market there. We'll see. But um, yeah, I do. I do kind of. Well, what's funny is I have noticed. I've I've checked the uh, the stats, and I have noticed that there has been a kind of a. I wouldn't say a spike in listens, but since there's since Sunday, sorry, I have had eleven new listens, which I know doesn't sound like a lot, blah blah blah, whatever, but. I think, yeah, these are new listeners. So, so the, the marketing on Tinder's kind of worked. And I think I don't, I feel bad that it has because, um, you know, probably most of these girls are on Tinder, you know, in good faith. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't feel overly guilty because I'm being pretty straightforward with how I'm, uh, you know what I'm doing. I guess, like I've, I'm saying, I'm a podcast host, and uh, this is my podcast. I suppose maybe I should be a bit more clear about the fact that I'm kind of not really looking to achieve um, romance via Tinder at the moment. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I feel. I feel a bit uh, a bit unsure about what I'm doing on it at the moment, um, but I guess we'll continue because it's content, isn't it? Um, I promise I won't like dox anyone. I won't mention anyone's names, um, and I'll be nice. I promise to you, because I say it every podcast. I will be nice to them. I will be kind to everyone I speak to on it. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, and I guess if you are a new listener and you are from Tinder, welcome. (laughs) Thank you. And I'm sorry that this, that you had to kind of, that it came to this, you know, that the lockdown has kind of forced you into this corner and you've, um, you found yourself into what can only be described as a, a crooked cranny of the internet, but we are where we are. And I'm happy that you've joined me for the ride. And I think we've now cracked kind of half an hour. So I'm fairly happy with that. And I hope you are too. Um, We'll probably leave it here. Um, You know, as ever, thank you for listening. Thank you for giving your time. Um, It's very kind of you. And I'm I'm genuinely very appreciative of it. just a reminder to be kind to yourself because it's important and especially in these strange times, but also be kind to others as I will be on Tinder. Um, I'll be here next week as ever. And I hope you will be too. Um, until then though, have a lovely week. Um, and if you don't join us again, and I understand that, have a lovely life ahead. Cause I think you deserve it. Goodbye.